gets a block, cuts it back, 40, 45, 50, he's off to the races, down the left sideline, to the 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Aaron Jones, oh, what a play! This is the Quick Slants Podcast. Game on Wisconsin and the Quick Slants podcast are brought to you by Artec Ventures. The goal at Artec Ventures is to collaborate closely with founders throughout all the investment and fundraising stages, turning their visions into successful companies. Since 2020, Artec Ventures has helped turn great ideas into profitable businesses that make an impact on industries, communities, and beyond. What's up, Packers fans, and welcome back to the Quick Slants podcast at Game on Wisconsin. I'm your host, Jason Perrone. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Jason Perrone. You can find Game On Wisconsin at Game On WI. It is the beginning of the week of the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. I know there's still one wild card game to go tonight between the Arizona Cardinals and the Los Angeles Rams. And then the divisional round will truly be set up. For, but for the Packers, the bye week is over. And it's time to really focus and get to work on preparing for their opponent in the divisional round, which we now know will be the San Francisco 49ers at Lambeau Field, 6.15 p.m. kickoff on Saturday night. So, we know who it is. We know who the matchup is. The Niners beat the Dallas Cowboys, as many said that they would. And there's been a lot of talk about the 49ers and the challenge that they pose to the Green Bay Packers in this divisional round in the playoffs. So if you look at a little bit of history here, because I like to do this, look back at some of the stories and the history, they, they, the history in this between these two teams goes back to the late 80s, not in the playoffs, but just in general. There have been some really, really good games between these teams when one was good, the other wasn't, and then it flip-flopped, and they've both been good at the same time, or both been bad, but uh, there was a game in... 1989, where the Packers had a really good season that year. They went 10-6 and six after being mediocre for so long. They beat the defending champion 49ers in San Francisco. Who could forget the two years in a row that the 1996-1997 Packers beat the 49ers in the playoffs and route to Super Bowls both years, once in Green Bay. The last time the Packers won an NFC Championship game in Green Bay was in 1996. They beat the 49ers the week prior at Lambeau in the divisional round. And then in 1997, they faced the 49ers in the conference championship game in San Francisco and came away winners and had a chance to go to a second straight Super Bowl. Brett Favre, as a quarterback, owned the 49ers. All the fortune that Brett Favre had against the 49ers, it seems like Aaron Rodgers has against the Dallas Cowboys. Favre could never beat the Cowboys, especially in Dallas. Rodgers, opposite. Rodgers has had his troubles, more troubles with the 49ers, and his teams have had more troubles with the 49ers. Just kind of an interesting thing there. Aaron Rodgers could have been drafted by the Niners in 2005, his hometown team. Could have been a first overall pick, wasn't. We all know the story. Fell, he's a Packer. He had early success in his career against San Francisco, but San Francisco has won the last three playoff games that these teams have played against each other. And this spans back almost a full decade. And two of those three were very emphatic victories. 
We all remember the horrible showing against the 2012 Niners, the Colin Kaepernick game where he ran all over the place. And we then the following year, the Packers, one of the coldest games they've ever played in Lambeau Field, and they get end up getting beat by the Niners in that game on a walk-off field goal at the end. Then in the 2019 NFC Championship game, Matt LaFleur's first season in Green Bay, the Packers beat Seattle. They get to the conference championship game and they get run all over once again in San Francisco and run out of the gym, out of the field, whatever you want to call it. Jimmy Garoppolo only had to throw the ball nine times. I think San Francisco had about a billion rushing yards in that game. So there is some of your history. Recently, it's been very slanted towards San Francisco. But this is a different year. It's a different year. The Packers are your one seed. But yet everybody is still talking about how bad the matchup is with the 49ers. I heard it earlier this week. Last week, I've been hearing it for a couple weeks. Oh, the Niners are the team nobody wants to see. They're the scariest team. Don't let the sixth seed fool you. They're a, they're a really good team. They're a terrible, terrible scenario for the Packers. Any team can beat any other team on a given day, right? Okay, this narrative, the Niners are this massive juggernaut and that the Packers are going to struggle to get through that seems to have grown 38 pairs of legs and is running wild out there. And especially in the heads of Packers fans. It's just out of control. You can be respectful of an opponent. You can say I'm not biased. You can say I'm realistic. You can say I've looked at the numbers. You can say I've watched the tape. That's great. Good for you. Let's not forget the Packers already beat San Francisco this year. They've already beaten this team. I don't care how many months ago it was. They beat this team in San Francisco with Yash Nyman at left tackle and with Elton Jenkins out. I don't remember how many injuries San Francisco had, but the Packers have already beaten the 49ers this season, this year. Have we forgotten that? Because if you you did, I just reminded you of that. And the Packers, they should have already started prepping for the Niners. They had the bye week. So I'm sure that they, they work on a bunch of different scenarios and try to get ahead of it here. They're familiar with one another. This is not an unfamiliar situation. I'm sure the Niners have probably started working a little bit on who they might face in the divisional round. But the 49ers had to play a game yesterday. They had to play a game. They had to focus their attention on going to Dallas, traveling to Dallas, playing against a really good Dallas Cowboys team. So whatever prep they might have started on the Packers with, they had to kind of put that on the shelf for a day. And that game came down to the wire, sort of. San Francisco had control most of the day. Dallas tried to make a comeback, but they went full Dallas Cowboys. Say what you will. Dak Prescott running at the end, not giving his team enough time to make one last play. I don't think they they would have pulled it off. The Cowboys have just not been good in the playoffs for 25 years. Nothing is new there, and they're going home. But the Niners are behind it. They got to start prepping now. So 
I don't want to see the same crap that I just listed off as, as to what's happened these last three playoff games. I don't want to see that same crap beating the Packers again. Okay, Joe Barry? I guess I'm speaking specifically to the defensive side of the ball, which is where things have gone awry. Uh, you know, we all know that the jet, jet sweep with Debo Samuel is going to happen. So let's shut it down. Let's just shut it down. In the first meeting this season, Samuel rushed twice for zero yards. Okay? In fact, here, let's let's do this. Let's go through the stats from the, the matchup earlier this year. Okay? So the time of possession was nearly even. 30 minutes apiece. The Packers had, had one interception. Jair Alexander picked off Jimmy G. Okay? The Packers had 100 rushing yards. The Niners only had 67. Passing was a little bit more even. Packers, 253 passing yards. Niners, 231. Each team had the ball 10 times. The Niners ran six more plays. The Packers were 5 of 11 on third down. Niners, 7 of 11. Penalties. Packers, seven penalties for 87 yards. Niners, four penalties for 86 yards. Packers still won the game. Only one, only, uh, actually there were two turnovers. Because the Niners lost a fumble as well. Jimmy Garoppolo, 25 of 40, 257 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Aaron Rodgers, 23 out of 33, 261 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Trey Sermon was your running back for the Niners. 10 carries, 31 yards, got in the end zone one time. Aaron Jones was your stud for the Packers. 19 carries, 82 yards, and a score. Devontae Adams, 12 catches, 132 yards, and a tutty. Your best players have to play their best game. The weather being what it's going to be, I think we might see maybe a little bit of a reversal on those numbers between Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Just a thought. But it's this is the Packers hosting the divisional round, and their goal ain't to just win the divisional round. They have to focus on San Francisco. They can't look past them, and they've got to be ready for this Niners team. It's a very good Niners team that could have easily won their division if a couple of things couple games go differently this season they're worthy of having won their division I think they would have a great chance to beat either the Cardinals or the Rams the two teams that have yet to play in wildcard weekend later today so but all the history and anecdotes and all that stuff they're cute and fun but this thing this is this game is played on the field this is four quarters at least and it's going to be at Lambeau Field and I mentioned the weather it's going to be under 20 degrees I've seen 15. I've seen Windchill taking it down into single digits. It's a night game. but the And the Niners will scoff at that. They'll say, hey, we've already beaten the Packers in the playoffs on a colder day, which was true if, you know, the one that got away, I call call that game in 2013. Aaron Rodgers comes back and beat the Bears on a magical week 17 throw to Randall Cobb. We all remember it very well. You know, if if the one that got away, the, the free agent that got away too, if Micah Hyde could catch then like he did, like he can now. And he had an insane pick in the end zone versus the Patriots this past weekend, by the way. It was amazing. The Packers might have won that game. We'll never know. And this is also eight years later. So go ahead, puff out your chest and say, hey, we've already come into Lambeau and won. The, none of the players on that team are on this team. None of the none of the same players are there. Colin Kaepernick ain't coming through that door. And and if you know someone's coming around the corner, it ain't going to be Andy Malumba trying to chase down Jimmy G around the edge. It's going to be Devondre Campbell. All pro Devondre Campbell, son. 
whoever it is that's carrying the ball. Now he going to be ready. So double buckle your chin straps, Niner guys, because this Packers team is, uh, they're going to be looking to send you home carrying some of your favorite teeth in a baggie or in your hand or your pocket or wherever. And maybe it'll, maybe it'll just be left on the turf. They're ready. They're dialed in. They're focused. I've said it before many times. This, it's not about winning the divisional round. It's the Super Bowl. This is one step in the direction that the Packers need to go. And I know that this show has been all bravado and and me speaking loudly and emphatically into the microphone, but I just don't care who the Packers are playing. I, I don't care who they're playing this round. If they win this round, I don't care who they're playing the week after. I don't care. We did a Twitter space chat on Saturday night, and that was the first thing, the only thing I said in the entire thing. My mantra is not... Matchups. Matchups are important. I always say matchups are what are really going to be the key to a game, obviously, stating the obvious. That that's not my headline. That's not my thing this year. Mr. Pessimistic here, Mr. I very cautiously optimistic says, no. Uh-uh. No, no, no. The Packers are the one seed. The Packers were the best team in the NFL this season. Maybe not in every stat and every category, but the Packers can beat any of the other 31 teams in this league on any given day, absolutely. Full stop. So the 49ers aren't the problem. The 49ers aren't the bad matchup. The 49ers aren't the great wall of NFC that the Packers need to hopefully get by and will be lucky if they survive. Bullshit. It's the Packers who are the problem. The Packers are the 49ers' problem. The Packers are the bad matchup for the 49ers. They're a bad matchup for any team in the NFL right now. Forget the Niners. The Packers are the team to beat. They opened up as 4.5 favorites. So on a neutral field, you get three for being at home. As they say, the Packers are still one and a half point favorites. And that line will move throughout the week, but that's where we're at right now, early on Monday. This team, I've said it so many times, is dialed the hell in. And Matt LaFleur has to be wanting Kyle Shanahan to never want to step foot in Wisconsin again. Forget Green Bay. There was not a lot of love between those two at midfield after the first meeting this season. And maybe Shanny was a little pissed off that his team let one slip away. And he knew that it was going to come down to his team having to get on a plane and come to Green Bay. And he's right. That's exactly what's happening. The Niners are the ones getting on a plane because the Packers already did what they needed to do earlier this season. The 49ers didn't. They didn't at all. So that's how badly I think Matt LaFleur wants to kick the Niners in the proverbial gut. You know, this this game, I know it's not the saying this year, and it was two years ago, but this game would be a great time for all gas, no effing break. So let's be done with this whole boogeyman and you know the the media and and now the narrative buying fans have floating all around social media hyping up the 49ers uh, to be this this great big thing and let's move on let's just take care of what we need to take care of we being the Packers and move on to the next round with one game to go before LVI in Los Angeles this is Really, truly, I mean, even if even if it's not the last dance, 
the Packers aren't going to have this same opportunity next season. They're not going to luck into an all-pro that they found for $2 million on a one-year deal, Devondre Campbell. They're not going to be able to count on a guy who might have made the Pro Bowl if he had played a full season the way that he's played half of the season in Rasul Douglas off of a practice squad. I mean, give credit to Brian Gutekunst, the scouting team, the personnel for doing their job to keep finding talent on this roster to make sure that there aren't as many holes. Every team has them, but the Packers have filled a lot of them and they're getting all of their studs back. David Bakhtiari is back. Billy Turner looks like he's getting ready to come back. Those are your tackles right there. You're missing those two guys in the postseason last year. Talked about it a million times how it impacted that Tampa game. Jair Alexander at corner. Zadarius Smith. Let's just add in Zadarius Smith, who plays who played at an all-pro level two years ago and was unstoppable. And let's just add him in and let's just kind of have him rotationally, you know, rush the passer and just, you know, wreck some things up front a little bit. Are you kidding me? And the Niners are the problem? The Niners are the bad matchup? The Niners are the team that I, I'll quote Twitter, I don't want any part of? Give me a break. Go nut up. Go find some confidence somewhere. And, and I know that's very off color for me, but I'm, I'm sick of it. None of that crap is, is coming from here this week. And look, if San Francisco shows up and wins the game next week, Tip of the cap. Take care of what you need to take care of, and they do, and they and they win. Tip of the cap. But the hell if I'm going to walk into that game thinking that's what's going to happen. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So there's a, a really perfect gif out there of The Rock summoning somebody to the ring back in the WWE days when he was in, in wrestling. And he's just, you know, it's like that little hand gesture that he's doing. That's 100%. I sent that to a friend of mine who's a Niners fan right after they beat the Cowboys and said, welcome to Thunderdome and finished off the sentence because y'all know how that ends. It is our turn to be confident, have swagger. Let's not worry about all the holes and all the this and that. Third time around. Third time with a bye week. Third time winning 13 games. Second, uh, two NFC Championship game appearances in a row. I, you know, I'm not going to go third time's a charm, but let's go. It's it's time to get some things done here. So that'll wrap it up for this edition of the Quick Slants Podcast. <laughs> Hopefully everybody is full of adrenaline, ready to rock and roll. Hope everyone has a really good week leading up to this game. Take it in, enjoy it, enjoy it all of, of what it is, the over statistics, all of the overdoing it of numbers and all that other kind of stuff. Hope everybody has a fantastic week. I'll be back with another show on Thursday. That's going to be a game preview of the Packers and 49ers. We'll have some more news and updates from practice. Hear more about who's in, who's not in this particular game. So the only thing left to do is get ready and get ready to play this game. It's been already too long since we've had Packers football, and I am ready. Everybody enjoy the rest of your week. As always, stay warm, stay safe, and go Pack Go. Rodgers fakes the handoff. Quick throw right side. There's Devontae. From right to left. Cutting left to the 50. To the 45-40. Track down from behind. 